1: Welcome in to the latest edition of ESPNFC, Stevie broke our normal studio, so we're here today, Craig and Stevie alongside me as we kick things off at Stamford Bridge. What a brilliant game it turned out to be between Chelsea and City, an eight-goal thriller that would finish four apiece. What that means at the top of the table, that City go into the international break, one point clear of Liverpool and Arsenal. For more on this, it's welcome in, shall we, uh, Nader Manua. Happy birthday, yeah. made, Maybe not the three points that you're hoping for for City. For the big 4 or... <laughs> but isn't it brilliant? <laughs> <laughs> After everything that's happened over the last few weeks, with VAR controversies and conspiracy theories, that today was just all about the football and just thoroughly entertained.
2: Oh, Dan, 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 Dan. That's very optimistic of you to think that people aren't also still talking about VAR in general. No, I think depending no, on which no, way you wanna perceive talk things. People are still about thinking games, about it. We're not gonna talk game. about it. We're not going to talk about it, but it was a fantastic game of football, and I wish I could have watched it as a neutral. But I'll be honest, you know, I was rooting for City to do well, so you know, lots of rollercoaster emotions, all that stuff. But in the end, I think there was some real quality out there, but then there are also quite a few mistakes as well. But I think it's a great advert for the Premier League, and I think you know Chelsea have been involved in two blockbuster games in the last seven days, and it's good to see that you know City found some fighting spirit, and Chelsea looked like a team that maybe we expected expected they would be at this point in the season. I think they'll be looking up the table. Thinking they can catch teams, I think for City they'll take being top of the Premier League at this point in this international break because after the last one, or just before the last one, they'd lost to Arsenal. I know more question marks about them as opposed to the feeling they have now, which is you know we've got more to come.
1: Maybe I'm in an
3: optimistic mood. Yeah, I thought VAR was going to chop off it, and I talked to you about oh, God, I thought, Erling Haaland when I thought it about, looking
1: at the handball. When you just Erling just Haaland slid do it,
3: in, just don't do and, it. and the ball was the ball was behind them, and yeah. it was going into the net, and I thought this is going to take <laughs> VAR to the next stupidity level. I know, I like, know. It's his arm was actually going to stop the ball going in the net, but luckily they saw. Uh, Would I to... be too optimistic to say that both teams wouldn't mind the draw in the end? Well, no, but well, once City get that deflected goal at 4 right. 3, okay, there's eight minutes of injury time, but I think Guardiola has to expect this seasoned bunch of professionals to see this game out. Right. And they didn't because they were ragged all game defensively. And maybe that's a little bit down to them and a lot down to Chelsea, who have set themselves a bar, I think, Mm. as their best performance of the season by a long way. I thought they were absolutely... I mean, bear in mind, they went toe-to-toe with Manchester City. Right. right. Sterling was great. Cole Palmer was excellent. Conor Gallagher was terrific in the middle of the park. Caicedo made a few bad decisions trying to nick the ball and, and it's a learning process for him, but I thought Pochettino's team, bearing in mind they're playing probably you know, still the best team in Europe, I thought Pochettino's team were, were, were terrific. I, did I see them scoring four against City? No, I absolutely did not, but it was a, I, I just think for Pochettino he's going to take away more from that, right. Bearing in mind where they've been and where they're at, the way they played, Nobody, I think, in England has made City look as ragged for quite a while defensively.
1: Uh, to that point, after they beat Spurs, I think everyone agreed that we learned nothing really about Chelsea. Right. What do we learn today, Stevie, in particular?
4: That they've got some heart and, and if they can continue to approach games the way they did from the get-go. I mean, right from the kick-off, every single time they, they got the ball, they went after it as a unit, as a group. And, and that was... That, you know, to go toe-to-toe with Manchester City, you have to be brave. Right. And I didn't expect Chelsea to be brave. I thought they'd try and keep it tight and not give too much away. But I'll tell you what, they did the complete opposite. Every opportunity, as I said... Now you've, got to, you've got to say the Man City coughed the ball up quite a lot. I guess it's a combination of them coughing it up and the pressure that Chelsea were putting on them in the middle of the park. But as I said, once they got it and got after it, I, I agree with Craig with, it, with Sterling and Palmer. I'm not so sure about Jackson. I think Jackson, we saw today that he's not ready. Well, in theory, Nkuku will be back, won't he, after the incident? Well, if if Nkuku does what he's been brought in to do, then that'll make a world of difference to this side. Uh, Raheem Sterling
3: looked, you know, that guy who's gone to Gareth Southgate, two fingers, you know Uh, what I mean? At the end of the day. But he looked really, I don't know, he looks trim and sharp, and even when he was one-on-one against Kyle Walker, he was prepared to take Walker on. And Cole Palmer, I mean, obviously, I have maybe a point to prove. I don't know. I think he's a really good player. He obviously wasn't seen to be good enough long-term at City or they wouldn't have sold him. But he's a great talent. But you know what was noticeable from a Chelsea perspective? We saw under Potter and even under Tuchel where they had some success was the the build-up play was a lot of possession but but quite slow. Mm. I think the noticeable difference we're starting to see and certainly we saw today under Pochettino was when they won it back, they got forward a lot quicker. Right. That, yeah. They were a lot pacier before you knew it. They were at the City back four. They were on the edge of the box. They were getting balls in the box and people forward. And it's almost like Pochettino wants to speed the game up. They did that today yeah. and they got four goals for it.
4: And I tell you what, City did not look comfortable at all. No. Every single time the Chelsea went after them, you felt as though they might get something. Yeah, what was it about today
1: in particular, Nathan, that, to use Craig's word, that, that saw that City defence look so ragged?
2: Um, I think it was that front-foot approach from Chelsea and I think one thing that maybe Chelsea struggle with in other sorts of games is teams they'll play against they'll maybe take more of a backward step so they've got more players to break down but I think Pochettino had seen from the way City play that if you can get the ball off them there's a chance for a quick transition and I think with the likes of Palmer with Sterling with Jackson with Gallagher up a bit higher they can really try and push the tempo and make the team uncomfortable. And there were lots of opportunities and times, as you said, where City were ragged in terms of their defending. I think it's fair to say the same was also true for Chelsea in certain parts of the game as well. But I think this is, this is good. And there was a stat that came up in the game. I don't know if it was on your feed over there. But City have averaged the most possession of a team this season at 62% per game. But Chelsea were in second. So all of a sudden it explains why they wanted to get on the ball, the way they wanted to approach the game. They were never going to take a step back. And I think Pochettino's given them a good play game plan. I think that's two games in a row that he's done that. it was exciting. Cole Palm for points to prove Sterling scoring his first goal against City now. Those two guys were very amped. Jackson, you know, he was keeping City honest at least. And I think it was, a, it was a fantastic game because both sides really wanted to go for it and wanted to go for the win. And I think a draw is probably a fair result overall, but I think both sides will feel a bit disappointed because they had moments where they had the lead and you thought maybe something could come from this.
1: Uh, talk but to it, me about... Can, I, oh, I, just, I just I just want to just get Cole Palmer, obviously, Ned. You'd oh, you sure. have seen him develop uh, throughout City before he made that move in the summer. Just tell me a little bit about him.
2: I think, to be honest, I always thought he was good, but... I never thought he was so good that he should play instead of anyone that's been in City's front line or in midfield for the last few years. But again, this just goes to show sometimes if you find yourself in the right place and you get given confidence, then you can really show your ability because one of his coaches joined Lescott for the under-21s last year. He always used to say how Cole Palmer is an exceptional talent. And when the money came in from Chelsea, I think the 42 and a half million pounds, there were lots of people that raised eyebrows thinking, well, of course you've got to send him down there because that's so much money for someone that's not proven. But for him, he said, that's going to be a good deal for them. And you can see in the way that he plays, the way that he carries himself now at Chelsea, he's confident, he feels like he's the guy, he's the man who's playing week in, week out. He's played more minutes for Chelsea this season in the league than he played for City all of last season in the league. So you can see he's comfortable and he's getting a chance to show his potential in a style and a side that suits suits his ability. So fair play to him, he steps out there and he's the main man, like, Cole Palmer's taking a penalty in the 92nd minute or whatever of a game against his former side as a 20-year-old, having Raheem Sterling playing there, who he's played with for the last five, six years, who would never have let him take a penalty before. I think it's clear to say that, or clear, clear to see that, upon leaving City, it's not about him being an academy graduate anymore. He's the new signing for Chelsea. That's there to help them achieve their goals this season, and he's playing in that manner. And it's uh, it's a great thing to see.
3: It takes a, it's the way that he takes the ball for a run. He sort of glides across the surface. He's he's a very talented young guy. Mm. And he went just before it was late in the second half, he went in a great run, didn't he? Right through the middle of the yeah. Chelsea
4: defence. Should have scored though.
3: Yeah, he probably should have scored. He got a little knock all day. Hypocritical <laughs> here. Well, <Shouted laughs> at him, oh, shouting <laughs> at the TV again. But he did. He did get a couple of nudges that just sort of put him off a little bit. But uh, I think I heard John Champion in the commentary say uh, Chelsea had not scored against Man City since the Champions League final.
1: Um, I said did, that bro. on yesterday's show, actually. Did you? Well, yes. Oh, Oh, I, was, I, John I Champion. I, I must, not, I must yeah. not have been listening. Yeah, you were too busy <laughs> saying because uh, I said it was going to be a draw, and you shouted at me for that. Well,
3: right. you got lucky. <laughs> well,
1: let's be honest. It
3: took a late one, a late equaliser. I'm with Stevie, and I, you know I've said before on the programme that to me, City have a lot more problems down the left hand side than they do on the other side. Right. Gvardiol's a good player but he's not he's not a full back and the way he got his body shape uh, there was just all wrong. It was just all wrong. And he's not the only one. Aki's been put out there. Uh, you know, Kanji's been out there. It's a little, I wouldn't say that's a problem area for him, but it's certainly a, maybe a little bit of a weak point in this city team, that left-hand side, because we know on the right side generally, uh, for general rule of thumb, Kyle Walker is just, you know, he's almost unbeatable and as a all, defender. And they're
4: all centre-backs that he's trying at full-back. Mm-hmm. Centre-backs hate playing full-back. Right. They, 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 the, the comfort they have in the middle of the park and having players around them is part of why they love playing where they do. So when you stick a, a centre-back wide, all of a sudden he's, he feels exposed and they hate it. And he's finding that out because every single one he's tried, they've all struggled a bit. Do you remember the game at Old Trafford, which they won
3: easy in the end? It was in the first half, United's chances all came from pretty much Guardiola been been sloppy on the ball. Mm. I mean, we're not quite at the stage of putting Bernardo Silva back there (laughs) (laughs) like he did did last year. But it is maybe some food for thought, that position.
1: Uh, Nainem?
2: No, I think... I think that is fair. He's not, obviously not as strong as that right side. And I think at times, you know, when I see Vardy, I think, oh, this is a really good player and his ceiling's very, very high. But then are other moments, as was the case in the derby for that first period, where you remember, like, this is a 20, 21-year-old in a new league for the first time. And I think some of those little mistakes and little bits of naivety, I think he will get better with that. I think he's capable of playing the left side of a three if it's going to be in terms of an attack. But at the end of the day, I think as long as you're making a lot of mistakes when you're younger, you'll be able to grow out some of those going forward. Because for City, in terms of what they want to try and achieve come the end of the season, you know, they can't have slip-ups like they were making today.
1: Now, Chelsea obviously have given other sides around them a big head start, considering the way they done the season. Don't ask. No. 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 Let's just No. Shut up. Let's just take a look at the odds regarding a top four. Oh, goal. God, here surely. we go. It's happening. Right. Here it comes. <laughs> one result. Yep. Uh, it's, uh, well, they beat Spurs 4-1. They're like men. Results. They lost they're four men. goals like, at all. Do you remember when we had that graphic up in this horrible run and we were like, they're, <laughs> like, they're going to get four points from the next eight games? Well, how many? I didn't say four. Uh, so they currently sit on 16 points. That's 10 adrift of Spurs. They are 5-1, to one, which is quite short, considering United are 9-2. to two. Given the groans and the moans, you, 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 you're not on board this whatsoever.
4: Well, listen, we it, from, where, from what they were producing to what we saw today, then okay, if you want to spend the day giving them praise, let's do that. Yeah. But if you want to look at the big picture, yeah. they lost four goals at home, right?
1: Against you're, against you're against, ain't, against a treble-winning side,
4: but, but they lost four goals at home. I right. don't care who they're playing. But against. They, did four, can't lose. They, they did score four. They did score four goals. But without that, in as well. But that's the positive. It's right. scored four goals. Right. But all a saying, when you lose four goals at home, yeah. I'll put it a different way. Mm-hmm. You score four goals at home, yes. and you still don't win the game. Yeah, that's not good. No, no. Oh, what do you mean it's not good? Well, you scored four <laughs> goals but, but at home, could, but, but you good. don't win the game. No, but. Oh, Pat, oh, Pat, that's well, you great. just said Chelsea were good today. I'm just—if you wanted to go that route and, and praise them, yeah. But you have got to look at the big picture, and they—they lost four goals at home. Right. No, yeah, team, that's where they are. Teams that listen. Teams that they want to be in the top four can't afford to lose four at home. I don't care who you're playing. Twenty-five. Did, they, I, did 20... they lose
3: four at home? <laughs> yeah, I think. I go, see, he's thirty-nine. Tiago Silva. Yeah, yeah no, I mentioned that
4: well, as well. No, there you go. It ended, that's it. not a positive either, is it? Well, wow. he's doing all right. <laughs> he's doing great. It's, it's all right. It's 25 matches goal. to go, Nathan. What do you it's reckon? Got two goals a day.
2: So, I think they'll be in the Champions League next season, but I think it'll be because you can, you'll potentially be able to finish fifth this year. Oh. And I think if you look at it from that context at the moment, it's Villa that are in fifth. Villa are doing very, very well. They've won 13 home games in a row. Is this what we think they're going to be doing for the rest of the season? I'm not 100% sure. So I think Chelsea will be in the mix around that fourth and fifth position, but likely finish fifth. And I'll be honest, I'm a Chelsea truth. I think they're good. It's agonising. I think their biggest problem has been not scoring goals because defensively overall, they've been fine. But I think they're going to do it and I think they'll be fifth and be in the Champions League next year. But
3: they have to keep that going, don't they? I mean, it's it's all very well beating a nine-man spurs and putting this kind of performance up. But But... Look, the international break's come at a bad time for them, right? right? Two, good perform- one good performance against nine men and one really good performance against the best team in England, the best team in Europe, right? They'd want to play again three, four days later and keep this going. Right. But that's the big question. Can, can they keep it going? Are they going to revert back to the team that, that plays okay and just misses a, a bundle of chances? Yeah, yeah, and Kunko's coming back. But Newcastle will get stronger. Villa are still strong. Uh... Who the hell knows what's going to happen with Man United? So it's not, it's not going to be that easy. I don't think they're going
4: to make it.
1: No. City still going to win the league? No massive red flags today going forward?
4: No, I think, I think you have to question when, when you lose four goals away from home. Uh, I think you do. I think, I think the biggest question, if I'm going uh, to is pep, is the amount of times they gave the ball away is not like them. Mm. And, and this is not the first game this season that's happened. That would be a little bit of a worry, but the biggest worry would be the fact that they did lose it a lot, how vulnerable the back line looked from a side who who struggled to score goals, who scored four against you. I think those th- would be the two things that you, that would worry me if I was Pep.
1: Still going to win the treble,
4: Nathan.
2: <laughs> cheers for that Dan um, yep. what well, I'll do I'll talk about Chelsea instead how about that I think we can say that they struggle to score goals but I don't think they struggle to create chances and I think that's something which they obviously addressed today and something which we saw them address on Monday but City being top of the table heading into this international break like I said in the last international break they just lost to Arsenal doom and gloom but now they've got a one point lead they've got a home game a very tough home game against Liverpool next, next game but if they win that, then you know it's three points clear to them as well, and they can be looking forward to this tough part of the season that tends to start to define how their seasons will finish.
3: I'd like to have seen Foden and Doku switch, right? Particularly once uh Cucurella was booked for that penalty. I know Phil Foden's a tricky customer, mm. right? And Cucurella was pretty clever in, this, in for the rest of the game, not committing a foul, but just Doku's so direct. I, I you know, I'd like to have seen take advantage of the fact Cucurella couldn't make a challenge. But I, I get it, Phil Foden on that right side coming in on his left foot. And, of course, Doku in the second half was booked for a ridiculous dive, was taken off. So uh, that's going to be an interesting one as well, going forward, Doku, Grealish. Because Grealish had, comes off the back of his best season ever, Yeah, has a bit of a struggle at the start with injury and stuff. And all of a sudden, the biggest game of this, well, one of the big games of the season, and, and, and Doku's in ahead of him. So I'm sure that might fire up Jack Grealish.
0: And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC, terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In the end, it was comfortable for Liverpool as they beat Brentford by three goals to nil, including a Mo Salah brace. Uh, Stevie,
4: what did you make of this? Nothing's changed. Liverpool, good going forward, but, but they look vulnerable. to teams that have got some pace uh, on the counter-attack. I mean, that, that sums this game up. Liverpool were in total control of it, pushing, pushing Brentford back, who were quite happy to sit back and then try and counter. Um, had Brentford been better on the count... Then they made a couple of goals. I mean, Alisson had to make a great save one on one. Wayne Bomo, I think it was. Um, but yeah, it was a. Com- In the end, it was comfortable. But as I said, still that same old problem of on the counter they still look vulnerable. Who are you more worried about, now? You don't Liverpool or Arsenal? Um.
2: I think Liverpool look closer towards their best this season than Arsenal did, say, from last year. So I'd be leaning into them. I think they have the experience of being in those tight races for several years and actually crossing the line. So I think I would say Liverpool. And I know there's elements in terms of weakness in their midfield. Well, not weakness in the midfield as such, but a different sort of midfield. But they do have that attacking threat. And as Steve was saying, you know, it's a shame that defensively they don't feel as solid as they have been. But I think at times they've managed to navigate that with the attack that they have and Salah having the season that he's having and seeing the competition for places in that front three as well. I think they're a very, very dangerous side. And some days they'll deserve to win and they'll win. But I think they still have that ability as well to go away sometimes, not play well, but still get a win because of the players that they have and the talent they have up top.
3: Do you want to add anything? I mean, I can do. I mean, I can just have a... Well, you, don't, do. have well, you I mean, don't have to. Have you don't have to. Well, have you got something exciting, somewhere to go? Oh, I've got lots Things of... Is there any good. particular
1: reason you came in today? Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> well, I just came in for the Spanish stuff. I mean, I don't know why you're keeping me here. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, Nadine will say thank you for now, but Nadine will be back uh, later on. Oh, we're st- oh, well, how late? <laughs> <laughs> extra time. Um, what else happened today? So, obviously, Brentford lost against uh, Liverpool. West Ham beat Forest. Uh, West, Ham beat Forest. Uh, West Ham beat Forest. Sheffield United, of course, got a draw uh, Again's uh, Brighton, brighter fill a beat, fill giving it. them a point as
5: Did
1: well. I tend not to, I Just a reminder, extra time then we'll be back uh, with Naden.
4: we can hey. check about over Was on that a great season. bar review and full use. Well we're always slaughtered in them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled, and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com.
6: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing?
1: Barca win, but boy, they made hard work of it against struggling Alaves, who opened the scoring within 20 seconds of the kickoff for the game. Barca finally got going in the second half. Great header from Lewandowski, and then the Polish striker would score from the spot to see Barca win by two goals to one. For more on this, uh, let's welcome in, shall we, Luis Garcia? Craig, we've seen some bad performances from Barca over the last few weeks. That first half was a new low, wasn't it? Uh,
3: yeah. Bear in mind who they were playing against, and it could have been a lot lower. I mean, those boos were for 1-0, but you saw by those highlights there, the youngster Samu, who got the the only goal of the first half, it it quite easily could have been three, and not only that, at the other end, the goalkeeper really had very little to do. it did get better in the second half but once again the bar was very very low it's so a good players craig yeah they are good players you know and and yeah okay you don't want to one playing as deep as he is but then Frankie de jong's not not playing he is floating about with the back three and Aruhu started on the right and kundi was more in the middle that got swapped around there's no baldi in the side Cancelo's playing on the opposite side i mean it's a little bit Overcomplicated at the moment. I think for what they need, particularly against uh, a team like Alaves at home. I don't think you really need to be doing that. You get Kinsella at right back, you get Baldi at left back, and then you figure out the rest from there. I think Lewandowski's doing Kundi a favour by saying it was a great ball in. Mm. It was an average ball in, and it was an absolutely terrific header. Yeah. Uh, he's not. His game is. His game's having to change. His general all-round game now, Lewandowski, is not what it was. Right. And he's in his 30s, and he can't do what he once did you know, down the channels and all the link-up play. But he, he, he saw sort by his motions. He, want, he just needs better quality into the box. And he's still got that instinct uh, in the final third. And if, he can, if they can get that back and keep him fit and get him back on form again, then they've got a chance. But without him, they're not without him in form mm. and fit and they're supplying them, they're not going to win this league. They haven't got enough goals around the rest of the team, I don't think.
1: Uh, Luis, there aren't many players, are there, in the world that could pull off that sort of header? No, not many. I have to tell you, the, the, the timing is perfect.
7: The movement is perfect. At some point, kind of, he didn't, he's not bothered about that ball. He looks down and then he realizes that they are gonna make a cross and he goes and attack that ball. That's just really magnificent. Have a look, he's just talking, not even uh, much involved into the game. And suddenly he just connects, see the ball coming and attacks the ball in a perfect way. The jump is perfect. The timing in the air is perfect. That connection to give it the, the much power to the ball. is perfect. That's a top goal. Again, there is not many players in Europe or in the world that can allow to to arrive in that position and score that goal. So, yeah, it's fantastic to see him once again scoring goals, give him the confidence. It doesn't matter if he's from the penalty spot or scoring a a, a worldie, it's about getting balls to him. He talks about uh, that the balls are not arriving to him and they're in good conditions or the players are not in the right spot. When he is in the box, he's dangerous. He's he's been proved that he's done it so many times uh, before in the Bundesliga and last year as a top
1: scorer of La Liga. So you need to provide him good balls and he will score more goals. Uh, I just want to bring up Xavi's quote afterwards, Steve. Just get your opinion on this. Uh, Just trying to defend his players a little bit from what we've seen. At halftime, I told them to stay calm and if we played our football, we would come back. The players are more tense than all because of everything being generated around the team and it's not fair. It's not fair because there have been injuries and players coming back. We have to be self-critical as well, but it's, not, it's normal that we don't see the players at their best because
4: they don't feel liberated. Oh, boo-hoo. It's not fair. I mean, is this an under-12 team? I mean, come on, you're Barcelona. You know when you join Barcelona and you pull that strip on, there's, there's an expectation of a certain level of performance. We all understand that you can't win every time, right? But there has to be a level of, of, of performance. And they are not even close to it. And for him to come out and say it's not fair, oh. But is this, is this trying to protect his young players? I think he's trying to protect them all and he's just he's looking to take the pressure off them. Right. And he's, he's basically asking everybody to leave them alone is yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. But as I said, are you serious? You, yeah. you, you said it earlier, look, this is a good team with good players. They, they they have to perform and they certainly can't get away with with producing what they did particularly in that first half
3: well he's almost like saying you know
4: the youngsters are learning
3: and they're good players and they, they are some I mean Pedro's back fit again as a youngster but he's a very experienced youngster isn't he you know what I mean it's like Fermin Lopez is getting some game time and played well in the classical. Uh, Lamine Yamal is obviously very very young but he's preferred him to Rafinha at times even when Rafinha's, Rafinha's been fit and available but he's almost like saying just lay off the youngsters and forget about my tactics. <laughs> you know, just lay off the youngsters <laughs> yeah. and forget about the fact I'm playing the three at the back, I'm playing Cancelo on the left-hand side, I'm playing this way, you know, and, and that's a big deal in terms of how he's setting his team up. I mean, we talked about just, uh, I think it was before the uh, athletic game, you know, completely outplayed by, I mean, played well in the classical yeah. and then crumbled, crumbled at the end and lost were hopeless last week and were really bailed out against uh, Real Sociedad when they were totally outplayed, lost in the Champions League against Shakhtar Donetsk, and here should have been 3-0 at half down. Yeah. So it's great Lewandowski's getting his goals again, but it's it doing nothing at the moment but papering
4: over the cracks that he's going to have to figure out. And, and that's his job. Xavi's job is to put the pieces of the puzzle together in a way that, that it fits. Yeah. So when he's playing people out of position and trying this and trying that... That tells you that he's not quite sure where to put the majority of his players, really. Uh, And,
1: Luis, you played for Barcelona. I get a feeling that the media won't go, you know what, Xavi's right. We just need to lay off this team for a while. (laughs) (coughs) No, not at
7: all. Not at all. At the end, we all understand that when you play for one of the biggest teams in the world, and the guys have done it, you know that he comes uh, with the job, that the pressure is going to be there, the critics, uh, they're going to be there. They're going to be waiting for you to fail. They're going to be waiting for you to not play well, not only for the players, but also for the managers. And we can see that everywhere. Uh, but it's totally true that that's why in, in the side of the manager to try to change that how, try to bring the, the criticisms on himself and try to diverse a little bit uh, uh, against who do you point your anger or how, who do you point your criticism. So I think that this team is a very young team, and we've been talking about Gabi, about Pedri, that they have played already 100 games, but they are 19 and 20. And they have been in actually very good moments. Jamal arrived to Barcelona, and everything looks very good. Fermin scored two, two fantastic goals, and everything looks everything very nice. But when the problems arrive is when these young players can crumble and can start feeling that pressure that is to play for Barcelona. So that's why I think that... Uh, Chavi's trying to divert like changing the lyrics and trying to change that to a positive side. He's going to get it. No, I'm sure not, because at the end, journalists are there to talk about what is happening on the field. And on the field, there is a lot of things that need to be changed.
1: For a man who was, what, in Japan, in Colombia as well, in the U.S., uh, Luis, it's international break. Where are you going to go this time? Uh, actually, I'm going to Poland next
7: weekend. So
1: of course, you are. There you go. Think of those air miles. Uh, Luisa. Uh, thank you very much. As always, much appreciated. Atleti beat Villarreal by three goals to one. It was Axel Witzel's first ever goal in La Liga, and he spoke to Alex after the game.
8: Axel, tell us your thoughts on the performance today.
5: Uh, well, I think we didn't start uh, really strong uh, the game. Uh, not like the game, the game against uh, against Celtic. Uh, first half we didn't put enough uh, intensity, aggressivity. Uh, was better the last 10-15 minutes of the of the first half, uh, and then we keep going in in the second half like we did the uh, the last 10-15 minutes from the first half, and was was so much better uh, because when we put that intensity, uh, then you know the things we we want. Uh, come through and, uh, and uh, I think second half uh, we, did, uh, we did good. And how much does it help having a player like Antoine Griezmann in the form
8: that he's in? Another assist, another goal for him today.
5: He's a fantastic player, uh, everybody knows he's really, uh, really important for us. Uh, this season has been uh, incredible. Uh, for, for the team uh, because everybody talks about his statistics like scoring goals and assists but it's also guys who work for the team and uh, not a lot of strikers in this day can, uh, can defend like, like, like he do. Uh, so we are really happy to, to have him and I wish him to, uh, to keep going in this way until the end of the season. You're on this incredible run at home. You've won every league game at home
8: since February this year. What has been the, the key to that do you think?
5: Well, uh, it's our uh, it's our fortress, uh, and we do everything to uh, uh, to keep in that uh, in that way uh, to to win the games. Uh, and like I say, with the atmosphere we have uh, with uh, with our fans, uh, of course, they uh, they help us a lot. Uh, even today, if you see, when the first half was not like in our, in our way, they keep, uh, they keep pushing, and it 's uh, what we need And a nice plus for you personally to to get on the score sheet today as well yeah finally uh, <laughs> finally, I score uh, uh, I was uh, happy and, and sad in the same time because uh, this morning I lost my my grandmother, so she passed away this morning, and I just want to uh, to dedicate this goal for for her and she can, uh, she can rest in peace.
1: Uh, One nice way to uh, honour his grandmother, Alex, with us uh, pitch side, which, as you say, Atleti at home, it's a home win again.
8: Yeah, and it's now a record. This was a record-breaking home win. It's now 15 consecutive home wins in La Liga. They'd never done it uh, before. They had to work hard to, to do it, of course, going behind early on here to Gerard Moreno's goal. But I think once they got back into it, once it was level, certainly in the second half, it felt like the win was was always going to come. It, it took its time, and, and the longer it went on without getting that second goal, one or two doubts maybe crept in. They had to wait until the 80th minute for, uh, for the second goal to go in from, from Griezmann. But yeah, I think overall they were the better side. They just started a little bit slower and Villarreal, maybe with a point to prove, having had their um, coach, Pacheta, sacked on, on Friday, started really well, played really well early on, but then dropped off and Atleti just got stronger and stronger. And, and yeah, as Axel Witzel said just there, this is a, a fortress for them, the Metropolitano, it really is.
1: Alex, there's always a bit of a lottery, Madrid at night, and the number of layers you put on. Are you happy with your decision?
8: It's, it's unseasonably mild, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's really quite warm. I was out today in the park and honestly, there were people sunbathing in the park today, People in bikinis wow. today. So that's that's how warm it is in Madrid. So I am I'm fine here with a jumper and a sort of a light a light autumn coat. So I've got my scarf here in my bag, didn't need it.
1: Oh, I would so hoping you were gonna say got my bikini here in my bag, but didn't need it. Uh, Alex as always <laughs> No, I left that at home. Yeah, of course. <laughs> much appreciated. Thank you very much.
6: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Gotham in this year's NWSL Champions after defeating OL Reign by two goals to one. So many storylines going into this game and during it for a lot more. Here's Seb Salazar.
6: What was supposed to be Megan Rapinoe's farewell party turned sour just three minutes into the 2023 NWSL Championship as the retiring superstar suffered a non-contact injury to her right leg. She had to be subbed out of the match, leaving the pitch. In tears, ruining the final moments of a great career and dramatically changing the mood inside the stadium. From there, the game actually did deliver as the two teams traded goals just two minutes apart in the first half before an absolute golazo from the recent World Cup winner with Spain, Esther González, a goal that, after a scoreless second half, gave Gotham FC their first-ever title and also gave a first-ever NWSL title to Gotham's retiring superstar, in Allie Krieger. Let's hear some post-game reactions from both sides here at tonight's NWSL Championship.
3: I couldn't have jumped a better ending to my career, and I'm so proud of this team. We really buckled in all season long, and we had a plan. We really manifested being here, and we put everything into this season in order to get to this place. I am so proud to be a part of such a, a team and to be a part of something bigger than myself, this is so exciting to celebrate. And I can't wait to celebrate tonight and, and hang out with the girls and just be so proud of us. This one feels different than, um, you know, missing a pen in New Zealand. But it's also just, I mean, again, it's like, that's life. You don't always get to have the perfect ending. I've had so many perfect endings, um, you know, and I even just think back to 2019, that was the the most perfect you know whole script that you could ever write you know personally and as a team and um just what it meant so i think on balance you know i don't think anything you know, that negative
6: about it. Aside from Megan Rapino and Ali Krieger's last match, tonight's result also means the wait continues for O.L. Reign, who have now been to three NWSL Finals with no hardware to show for it. It also means that Gotham FC completes their worst-to-first turnaround from a team that finished bottom of the table in 2022. Dan, that'll do it for us here in San Diego. We send it back to you.
1: And that's it, that brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you very much for watching. It's very cozy in here, isn't it? Cozy is an interesting word. Uh, Be sure to stay tuned, Extra Time is next as the boys answer your questions. Welcome into the latest edition of Extra Time. Nathan. what a way to spend your birthday night. What a treat. They can't even be bothered to lift your mic. That's oh, it, that's it, that's, it. that's done. Brilliant. We uh, we're very easy. cozy. Makes down. Cozy here, aren't we?
4: Make <laughs> not <laughs> <So laughs> you think so? <laughs> oh, what? Cozy? Does that mean cozy? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, no expense
1: beard. Yeah, exactly. This is the royal royalty free version. No expense beard. There we are. Beautiful, yeah. When you think of native, you think royalty. There it is. Footage. Beautiful. How old are you, native? Brilliant 37, I think. If we tell you what, gonna, we're going to need some lip readers tonight. <laughs> there we you? are. That's all right. Craig, we had a lot of um, questions after what you said to me yesterday. Now, uh, would you like to apologise to Dan since he was right about Chelsea getting no, a draw? No. Predictions. I, I can't stand predictions. Can't stand them. Hmm? Predictions. Okay. I can't stand them. Did you see it, Stevie? Hmm. They're pinning it the backside. Did you see it? No. no. You want to see it? Here it is. No. Oh.
3: Did you put them down for a draw? Yeah, for a draw. Pathetic. Right, good. (laughs) I mean, what have you seen in Chelsea and in City you think that's going to be? I don't know, they beat Spurs 4-1. How dare dare you. How dare you go for a draw. Come on, get on the train, the Chelsea (laughs) hater. Right, that's enough, that's enough. (laughs) Craig (laughs) gets Chelsea. I hate Chelsea. Just to wind
1: people up. A little squirrel in the knot, haven't I? Eventually. Eventually the
4: squirrel will find the knot, won't I? What story is that? <laughs> blind squirrel. Uh, yeah, exactly. No. Uh, it's yeah, there, yeah. Do you we... think Chelsea were gonna score four goals? Oh. F- never in doubt. <laughs> <laughs> You're a visionary. Uh, you, exactly. Can we
1: hear can we hear him yet? No. So I think we can now, Nader. Can we hear you?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you can.
3: Beautiful. Oh, 41, 41 41, 41. <laughs> 41. <laughs> them. 41. <laughs> 41. No, no, no,
2: no,
1: no, no. Even though it was only a draw, will Chelsea players feel better after this game than they did against Spurs?
4: I would think so. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Yeah, cuz they would they, absolutely they, yeah, the way they played, like the rest of us they didn't know they were playing against nine men right so they, they knew that yes they would scored goals but there was a huge reason for that so yes uh, happy
1: birthday Nadam are you concerned about Manchester City's performance today specifically giving up four goals against Chelsea which to be fair seemed to finally be finding some form what would you have done differently than Pep with respect to the 11 players on the pitch
2: um i think when you look at the players they had available i think that's a pretty reasonable start in 11. i think maybe the only variation might have been to do you start Grealish or do you start doku i think if you start Grealish and then maybe bring on doku in the second half like 30 minutes or so when it's a bit more stretched maybe that's more of a hazard because i don't think doku was at his best at, in terms of starting the game today but overall it's just a good game of football it's one of those freak currencies where we get to see so many chances converted but I say I think both teams will take the point, City at top and and uh, Chelsea are looking upwards. So I wouldn't really change much to be honest. Just try and cut out some of those mistakes.
1: Another one for Nadem. Do you think City will be taken all the way by Arsenal and Liverpool? They seem to have come back closer to the chasing
4: pack.
2: Well, it's funny you say that because I think before uh, this game today, I think this is the most amount of points I've had at this point in the season over the last five seasons. Oh. So you say they've come back to the chasing pack. Well, maybe the chasing pack have come closer to where they are. So I think it's good that you know, these teams are all involved. And even Villa in fifth, in theory, if results go their way, they could be top of the table after the next match day. So I think the three as it stands for me is, is Liverpool, City, is Arsenal. They're the three that I feel will be able to last the race. But it's not to say that one team won't fall away or someone else could rise from the pack as well. But for now, I think it feels like it's still three.
3: Quite a patronising answer. What a way to go into international breaker. (laughs) An absolutely barnstorming game, end to end. Yes. Nearly 100 minutes with all the injury time. Absolutely flying. Mm. Lots to talk about. Yes. And now.
1: Well, now we can drag it out for a few more days. It'll be fine. Two weeks? (laughs) Well, yeah, two weeks can be tricky.
3: International.
1: Uh, oh uh, my for the panel, Stevie, does Kaisedo and Enzo work long term for Chelsea? Well, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah,
4: huh? yeah.
3: hi, Craig? Yeah. yeah, and I think when, when Lavia's fit, he might he'll probably come in, they'll push them a little further forward. Oh I don't see why not.
1: Yeah, lovely. Uh for Stevie. For Stevie, <laughs> six goals, seven yellows. What's Jackson going to end up with more of by the end of the season?
4: More of? What do you mean?
1: Cards or goals?
4: Cards. Oh, you gave that quite a bit of thought. Yeah, well, because it depends. It depends what happens when Nkunku's fit, how how often Jackson plays. Because you'd have to think he'll be sitting on the bench. Yes. And he will get neither goals nor cards if he's sat on the bench. Mm. So I'll go for the cards.
1: Uh, start, bench or drop, Stevie? Coaching at Manchester United, changing your computer password or, or eating shepherd's pie with corn?
4: <laughs> well, the hardest one of the lot is the computer password. Not yes, just, yeah. I just, I've I'm, I'm just given up. <laughs> <laughs> i <I'll> have just <laughs> given up. Anything to do with the computer, I just, I've got to this stage now where I don't even try. How about somebody got a way of like, like stamping it on your
3: forehead? What, the password.
1: You got to change it every even, 90 days. Even, yeah, but I just keep
3: stamping it on. Even, <laughs> case, right,
4: like, over, even with even even calling IT and having somebody tell you what to do. Yeah. A struggle. Yeah. I mean, it's that bad. So that's that, that. 100% is that.
3: I always I always giggle
4: when I see you sitting in his chair because yeah, I think because yeah. <laughs> everybody, over- yeah, every, yeah. Everybody, ref- everybody else refuses. Yeah, uh, everybody else. Everybody else refuses. Well, I'm am sit- like ah. Now I'm going Dan, and Dan comes over and goes. There you
1: go. You see. Um, so you, that's the worst. There's <laughs> an alarm bell goes at, at, at the IT boys yeah, here. I know. When his when he rings the phone, you know, a couple of times they've just, just hung up on him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> they I'm, just haven't bothered. nice. Uh, Eating shepherd's pie with Cornwall coaching at Manchester United. What's worse?
3: Well, you can get rid the corn, can't you? No, he's quite fussy. Oh, he's very fussy.
4: I think I'd, I'd rather try them let yeah, was play with corn and coach that Look one. Look at that face. Yeah, <laughs> Even even thinking about it. It's like the corn. Stuck in your teeth. Yeah, it's not good that. corn's not the best. No, you're not a corn. That's a tough one. Yeah,
1: that's a tough one. <laughs> 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 Nadan, what was going through your mind when you scored that goal against Chelsea? Uh-huh.
2: You want to score that goal? What was that? Seen it recently? Oh, what was that?
1: That's when he goes that? on that
2: individual run
4: and there's a lot of heavy touches. I don't, rem- I don't kind of can't remember the end.
2: <laughs> I don't remember the end. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> so the end shit, is a try to. Uh, no, no, it comes that? off my foot, Dan Thomas. <laughs> Goes into the bottom corner against Peter Cech for the first goal he conceded at home in the league that season, and this was mid November. Wow. So I don't know why. First, I was playing right back, so I don't know why I was in the middle of the field. I don't know why I took it on, but from once I was there, you just got to keep going. Yes, um, this is, I'm sure they're going to tweet about it in the coming days because, you know, it's one of those Premier League great goals, isn't it, Dan? Wow. Was it match day goal of the month? Do you know what? It, it actually wasn't because you remember Johan Elmander. He actually scored a bit of a worldy for Bolton, I think, against Wolves that same day. But it is one of the uh, it is one of the better ones of that. Did month, you yeah. vote
1: for yourself? <laughs>
2: <laughs> one vote. One <laughs> <we> <laughs> Listen, up. all I have be... is one vote. <laughs> right, <get> everyone. Up. <laughs> I don't have enough friends. I don't have enough friends to win the title. So unfortunately, no, it's pointless.
1: Vote for me on Match oh, today. the Day. Uh, will Nadum do a yaya touré if he doesn't get a birthday cake?
2: We haven't given you anything. Have you, <laughs> do you know? what? No, no. I've had a lot of love. I've had a lot of love. I appreciate that. Right. But not all of my former clubs have uh, sent me something on Instagram wishing me a happy birthday. Oh. I'll make a note of that and make sure that I only work for the ones who are nice. So who That's what I'm going to do.
1: So you've got Manchester City have, obviously,
2: because you still work for them. Yeah, yeah I've had something from Sunderland. Oh, but QPR the club I was at for done. six and a half years, played over 200 games for, apparently the, uh, the social media admin's busy today. Yeah, but they've got a lot Never of other mind.
1: problems, haven't they, Nadum, at the moment, QPR?
2: Uh, yeah, but give the give the crowd something to be cheerful for. Yeah, you can't yeah, be that you can't it, be down on a birthday, birthday, can you? Come on, just give them me instead. Give them relegated. to me, yeah. yeah.
3: I didn't know that. Dude. Yeah,
2: twice. Twice.
1: The clubs message former players. Yeah, you, you get it, sure. No, How the hell do I get it? Well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well you're not on anything. He's
3: on an, he's on Instagram. He's not on Instagram. Are you not on Instagram? No. no. Oh,
4: no. I'm oh, yeah. not I'm not on it. Not on anything. Listen.
3: Yeah. I'm on email. They wouldn't message me anyway. <laughs> no, they would not They would message me from and and I, want
1: to, I don't want a message from them. You wouldn't be able to open the email <laughs> oh, that's, that, that's it. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, but anyway. Um, what about RSL?
2: No, nothing yet, but they're eight hours behind, so there's still time. Oh, nice. there's yeah, still yeah. time.
1: Come on, come on, RSL, please. What's the craziest <laughs> thing you guys <laughs> ever did on your
2: birthday? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I sat in the toilet all day on my birthday once. Oh, God. <laughs> Why did you have to ask that? <laughs> I did. What did you eat? Corn? <laughs> yeah. Corn and shepherd's pie. Corn and shepherd's pie. What, what, what was well, the because I booked. What it. I did was I booked a... Colonoscopy. A colonoscopy, right. And t- oh, for God's God sake. I, <laughs> I don't it even clutter. know this. Well, the thing is, I try to be clever. Right. But you know what? I'll, get, I'll do it the day after my birthday. I'll have a right good day. Right. I'll have a right load of beers, all, the whole woks, big was pie, everything. Right. And then the next day I'll get the thingy. Yeah, but you've got to. But I completely. Got to take the treat. A couple of days before that, I realised that I'm going to be sitting in the toilet all day. Yeah. So that was how I spent my birthday. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Craig, any
1: coloscopy prep <laughs> stories ahead of your birthday yes. like to share? <laughs> Uh, Naidan,
3: what have you done today? Oh, hey, I, listen, what? <laughs> I <laughs> rang him up once, and I ran out of fuel going to golf. Right. Right, do you remember this? No. We're playing at Pequabic.
1: Oh yeah, see I had to come and, oh, you had to I come.
3: You? Right, yeah. I, 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 I yeah. rang him up, <laughs> I, I rang him up, he was at the golf club, I said, come and help me, and yeah. he said, I'm on the toilet, <laughs> spends half his life on the toilet. I'm surprised because your diet is so rich well, you know, exactly. in the morning. Listen, it's not I'm, I'm not very regular now, have you not? This, this isn't a
2: very good subject. <laughs> no, that's all right. Please. Uh, Naeem, did
1: your kids give you rubbish presents that you had to pretend to like? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, no comment, down No comment, Dan. They see YouTube these days, so I'm not going to say too much. But yeah, it's been, a, it's been a great day and it's been topped off by this. It's great to be on the show. Wonderful. Thank you for blessing me on my birthday. Uh,
1: wonderful. And you get to think what Stevie did on his birthday, yeah. just as a lovely yeah. treat yep. as you're going to bed. Uh, that oh, is it. That brings us to the end of today's show. We will be back tomorrow, the start of International Week, everyone. Yes. Woohoo! Come on, get it.